This is the Cascade Hiker Podcast. Find us over at CascadeHikerPodcast.com. I'm a country boy with the soft side. My heart wanders up north to the hillside. Now I've never made anyone quite as beautiful as you. I'm your host, Rudy Gets It. I'm here to inspire you to get out on the trail. You putting in two-mile hikes, five-mile hikes? Are you still on the couch? Come on, let's go on a backpacking trip. I'm going to introduce you to some folks that have done that and a whole lot more. Next on the Cascade Hiker Podcast, what's your name and where are you from? My name is Laura Esquivel, and I am from Tri-Cities, Washington. All right. Well, hey, uh, disclaimer here, you've been on the podcast before, but I certainly don't want um, you know, listeners to the show to assume that we talked before. So, uh, you know, tell me a little bit about why we're chatting today. What, what kind of thing are you doing? Yeah, sure. This is kind of a follow-up from, when was it, a year and a half ago? We spoke about um, Freedom Hikers and uh, what uh, I've been up to in, in regards to using the outdoors and the trails and adventure as um, not only a tool to, to bring personal joy and freedom to people getting out there, but as they're doing it, um, doing it for bringing awareness and freedom to people that have been caught in sexual slavery, human trafficking around the world. So it's just going to give an update on where all that has, um, where all that is right now. Yeah. So, um, this is a really big deal. And honestly, I know when we chatted before, I had a, a, a lot of feedback, just people were blown away and I know you're all over social media and it's awesome. So, um, can you kind of, kind of go through, I don't know, maybe like a progression of, you know, how this started and then, and then kind of where you've come today. Yeah, sure. So back in 2016, I was out on, um, the, in Washington and, um, just kind of got hit with the, with the idea of like, dang, I can, I can people here and make it for a bigger purpose. And I can personally, um, get on the trails and make it for a bigger um, reason than just the benefits of the outdoors. And so I uh, kind of took that idea home with me and um, researched some nonprofits to potentially partner with. Uh, my heart was pulled to bringing people out of human trafficking, but I was not about to start a nonprofit of my own and reinvent the wheel. And so I started doing research and found um, Rescue Freedom, which was a Washington-based organization that had a reach around the globe. And... Um, so I uh, reached out to them and said, hey, what do you think about me um, doing some fundraising and getting people out onto the trails? And um, they were absolutely um, happy <laughs> to oblige. And um, they didn't really know uh, all that it would turn into. Neither did I. And um, so we had our first what we call freedom hike in um, 2000. Eight, no, 2017, and it was just started with, you know, really a group of friends, and um, we all either knew each other or knew each other by acquaintance, and um, went up, spent a couple days up in Leavenworth, and um, hiked through the enchantments, and 23 miles in a single day, which I think it's debatable on how long that trail actually is. But I've clocked 23 miles. I'll just put that on the record. <laughs> nice. And um, so that first year, we raised $21,000 for 
for Rescue Freedom, and that went directly to programs that are bringing people out of um, trafficking every single day and into full restorative care with the um, restor- restoration homes that they that they have. Um, when we first started with Rescue Freedom, they were in five countries, and um, now they're in 19 different countries, actually 18 countries, um, and 24 local partners and 36 restoration homes. And so it's been really cool to see how it's expanded over the years, um, along with, you know, Freedom Hikers. And um, so that was, yeah, 2017, 2018. uh, We ended up having people come from, gosh, five different states to be part of the Freedom Hike in Washington and raised $80,000. And then the next year we launched again and had more people come um, from more states. And we did, we just did, you know, the Freedom Hike in 2019 in Washington, but um, we also launched in, in other states. So we had a Freedom Hike in California, in Utah, in um, Oregon, and then we had a second one in Washington. So we had five Freedom Hikes in 2019 and oh, raised man. over two hundred and twenty thousand dollars for the cause so it's just been wild to see people grab onto it and we have 10 freedom hikes happening next year with 225 hikers signed on to hit the trail for a cause oh man it's like a snowball i know it's crazy about <laughs> the power of social media and so in you know in the process i um uh, Rescue Freedom actually reached out to me and asked if I would come on staff to be able to better push this effort forward and um, not just in um, in the Freedom Hikes, but all across the board to get people out doing what they love to fight what they hate. So it can be anything from a dinner party, anything from a basketball tournament or whatever, but just taking action. And um, But definitely the Freedom Hikes have just really taken off and this whole idea of getting outdoors and using adventure as a tool to fight trafficking um, has been pretty compelling for people and I just continue to see people come to the table Uh, that's amazing yeah and can you talk a little bit about um, the difference between uh, freedom hikers and um, oh rescue freedom because I know that's kind of like who you donate to right so what's the difference between those two yeah so Freedom Hikers is just is a community. Freedom Hikers is not a nonprofit. It's not a business. Um, it's not a guide service. It's it's none of that. It's literally a community of people that just continue to come together. And um, there's there's different leaders that are now facilitating these hikes in different states. And so essentially, we've taken the model what was started in in Washington State as a Freedom Hike, and said, Hey, you can do this in your state and you can own it. Like it's your thing. It's not, you know, part of the, part of a business. It's, you know, go and do your freedom hike. And this is the model that we've created, but um, we want to help empower you to do it. So it's kind of, it's for the people by the people type of a movement and rescue freedom is the beneficiary organization of all the funds that are raised um, from these different hikes that, that happen. And so rescue freedom is the, um, is the organization that's actually um, pushing forward all of the work that is happening around the globe 
and um, bringing people out of trafficking. So what Rescue Freedom does is they um, partner with local people on the ground who have um, that no slavery in its context that um, see it exactly for what it is in that area. And and they're able to be hyper um, local focused to um, assault trafficking the way it needs to be assaulted in that area. So like I said, we the Rescue Freedom is in 18 countries and um, 24 local partners and 36 restoration homes. Oh, that's so huge. What a, what a great thing. And, uh, you know, it's yeah. funny, just kind of a little background uh, between you and I, uh, our, I should say like our online relationship or whatever, um, <laughs> not trying to sound yeah. weird, um, but, you know, when we first kind of connected and I recorded that podcast, I was just blown away by what was going on. But to think how, uh, you know, without saying it in a bad way, how small that was back then, because you've come so far. I mean, I'm just so proud of you. This is amazing. Thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate that. It's, you know, I, it's literally the power of, of a person's yes and, and stepping out in like what your heart is feeling pulled to do and like not even knowing all that is going to happen or how it's going to happen, but um, essentially like doing it without knowing all the pieces and so I did that in the beginning and I'm still you know obviously doing that but it's been people who have come to the table essentially how I was back in 2016 going I want to do something about this but I need an avenue and so for me it's like it makes my heart explode to be able to to provide that avenue Mm. yeah no that's awesome and uh so can you kind of um Maybe without exposing anybody, can you kind of uh, talk a little bit about the people that are, uh, you know, signing up to be a part of this? Just kind of the random, random folks that have joined you along. Sure. Yeah. So we have. Um, so one of the you know gals who's leading the Colorado um, Freedom Hike. She's a mama from Wisconsin, and she's amazing. Um, she has three kiddos and stay-at-home mom but loves adventure and loves um, that her kids get to see her, you know, out there doing, doing adventure, but also for a cause. Um, There's a, um, there's a a gal in, in Utah. She, um, I connected with her on social media. She's incredible, works full time, but um, decided that she wanted to do this outside of her, um, her work hours and just put volunteer time into it. Um, We have, a lot of a lot of um, a lot of mamas that have kind of stepped up to the plate and have really grabbed onto this in in Idaho, um, in Oregon. Um, yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty amazing, and they've they've all got the same kind of fire inside of them. And one gal is a she's a cross country coach, and um, yeah, they're just everyday everyday people that have found this avenue where they feel like in the, there's the magnitude of the need is, is huge. And a lot of times we can just curl up in a corner and go, what on earth can I do? Um, but when you're presented with this, yeah, take what you already love to do and do it for the cause. And so it's just been amazing to see people connect that way. And, and we're all, you know, like, a family and 
and it's so fun. Like we have a Voxer. I don't know if you've heard of that walkie-talkie Voxer app on um, the iPhone. Oh, okay. So we all have the app, and like we're able to just walkie-talkie like when we have an idea or um, if somebody has a question on something or if they just want to celebrate that like one of their hikers just got a big donation of $1,000. Um, so it's just fun. It's just such a cool community. Well, that's good. Yeah, but what about uh... – what about the folks that, like, you know, I'm thinking when we talked before, you were just blown away at the time of these people that were signing up to to do this through hike through the enchantments, and and who were those people? Oh, sure, you know, yeah. Uh, the, the the people that are just like, do they have a passion for this because of something they've been through, or people they know, that kind of thing? Yeah. So yeah, I was, you know, what I would talk to you, what I just um, shed light on the last few minutes was more the facilitators that are kind of grabbing onto this, but those that are just signing up for the hikes, there's a wide range. I mean, I've come across um, women who have come out of abusive situations and they have really found their voice through this and um, more courage and boldness to be able to kind of put their story out there. And, you know, they're not like putting it all over social media, but it just gives them that greater confidence. Like, yeah, I'm not a victim to my, um, to my circumstances like I can mm. raise my voice and so it's given them a platform to do that um, a lot of the dads that come and sign up for this they have daughters and so they're like I can't imagine my daughter ever being in that situation so I'm going to be part of the solution um, yeah and then there's there's those that just have a, a sheer raw passion for the cause not because of anything that they've circumstantially been through but um it's like putting their foot down on like, you know what, there's bad in the world. And if I can be part of somewhat of a solution, I'm going to do it. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. And I, you know, I think that's why I connected so well to your story because of my two daughters and I, and I always, yeah. everything in life, uh, once, once you, once you have kids, um, I always say daughters because I have daughters, so I can't relate to, you know, someone like you who has a bunch of boys, I think. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but no, you know, you see yeah. these daughters and you think, oh, man, you know, never, ever, ever could I ever imagine um, them I being know. stuck in, in know. you know, this type of situation. So can you talk about yeah. the other side then? So so with this uh, with this amazing group of people that are, are supporting this cause, what are mm-hmm. what are they actually like? Can you kind of go? Have you been able to see the other side of it? Like if you uh, I don't know if it's, it's so private that that you can't even sure. visit or, you know, what, what type of facilities are yeah. these? Yeah, no, definitely a lot of it, a lot of it is we, we protect the victims at, at all costs. Um, but I was able to travel to India and Thailand last, um, last April mm. and was able to see firsthand the restoration homes and, you know, how I couldn't, one of the homes that I walked into in, in India, I couldn't believe the joy that I experienced there because that that was not what I was expecting you know when I walked in I I didn't know really what to expect but there was joy there was laughter and it was a true testament that these restoration homes are doing just that they are providing that full restorative care not just saying okay yes now you have a roof over your head that's safe and you're free but they're providing full trauma therapy their vocational training a way to uh, for them to provide for themselves in the future um, providing education like for them to actually dream again and that's what I love about the hyper local focus is there's those that are on the ground that see these girls every single day and um, 
and the same thing when I went to, to Thailand, same type of type of thing. And, and what's so cool, um, too, about um, Rescue Freedom and what they, what they provide is these local partners that they're pouring into, um, they're bringing them together as a network and as a family so that they know that they're not in it on their own that when they're struggling, we're struggling together. And um, they're actually all coming together for a partner gathering in Seattle. So all the partners are going to be in the same room getting poured into as as leaders so that they can go back and be the best that they can for these women and children that are coming out of the most horrific, horrific of circumstances. And um, so it is, it's that, it's, um, it's providing that every single day opportunities for them to live and thrive and be educated. I mean, some girls have, have been able to open up their own um, their own beauty salon. Um, there, we just um, were able to provide 20 scholarships to girls, college scholarships in wow. September, fully funded. And like that's changing generations. It's not just changing the life of that one person, but it's for her, her daughter, her son. Like, it's stopping the generational cycle of slavery in its tracks. Amazing. Yeah, I mean, there's so much to dive into with this. That I, it honestly kind of gets beyond me um, as far as oh, my yeah, knowledge sure. you know, and stuff. But what, uh, you know, what, what, I guess what encouraged you to, to kind of bring hiking into this? It was, I guess it was um, something that I was already doing, something I already loved to do. I saw um, anybody that I would take out on the trail, like I saw their own version of of freedom happen. And so um, it was just this light bulb moment, like of connecting the two. I had passion for for this cause since my early 20s. I was ready to move to India before I I got married. I was like, um, going to be on that. I mean, I heard when I heard about the need, it was like this fire in my belly and I couldn't, I couldn't escape it. And then life, you know, happened. I didn't get on that plane to India. I married my husband, had my three boys. And, and then it was literally that moment on the trail. It was like for such a time as this moment, like, okay, all that passion that you had, it didn't go away. It was just, it wasn't the right time for um, for it to unfold and how, how I would be part of the solution. And, and you see how you know, this has kind of spread like wildfire and um, has been, uh, has raised a lot of awareness and funds. And I think, gosh, the timing, like timing is so important. And it was the exact time for it when it was supposed to unfold for, for me and for this movement and uh but yeah it was it was a fire in my belly since my early 20s and and then that light bulb moment on the trail i can connect the two like people we have such incredible freedom like that we get to like wake up in the morning and go huh i want to go hike i'm going to go into the mountains and i'm going to take my kids or whatever it is like just to be able to have that thought and then know that there's so many around the world that can't even fathom ever having a thought like that and saying, gosh, we, we have to use our freedom for good. Yeah. We have to, we're born in America. Like we, it, and, and it doesn't even have to be for this cause, but like, I guess my, like 
big shout out to, to everybody is like, there is a massive world out there that needs us that have blessings. If we live in America, we are more blessed than, I don't know what percentage it is of the mm-hmm. world, but it's a large percent. And if we can just take a little bit of that blessing that we have to be good to even our neighbor, like that is what we need to do with every breath. Like wake up. We are gift. We have gifts to offer. I like that a lot. Um, can you now kind of, <laughs> kind of tell the, the listeners um, what, I don't know. I like your social media uh, is, is really cool. You've got uh I don't know if it's a, a poster or whatever it is. Um, excuse me. Uh, that, oh, yeah, that, the, you know, the proudly supporting Rescue Freedom. Yeah, the yeah, butterflies yeah. everywhere. So the, <laughs> that's cool. I, I really like that. Um, it, it shows consistency. Um, how, how does a listener get involved? Sure. So um, they can go to, uh, yeah, freedom underscore hikers. And uh, actually the, the next kind of push, because um, we can only have a certain amount of capacity for these freedom hikes organized freedom hikes anybody can get out and hike for freedom but the organized like okay this is an event that's happening you know capacity is is reached for that fairly quickly um but as far as you know anybody who wants to just be part of this um they can um they can email um either freedomhike at gmail.com or laura at rescuefreedom.org and um just say hey i want to use hiking as a tool to bring awareness and raise funds for this cause. And we have like an action kit that they can, they can purchase and it has that trail banner in it so that they can just take, you know, anytime they're out on the trail, they just post a picture on social media with the banner saying this hike was dedicated to those that aren't able to, to live free. Um, so they can, yeah, they can connect that way by email or we have a link in the bio of freedom hikers that they can, subscribe where right now the the campaign is 52 hikes um for freedom that they can put in their email and subscribe to that is there a um uh i don't know i guess i guess in this day and age it's kind of a weird question but is there a a gender or an age or whatever that you're targeting or is this i mean it sounds like it's just for everybody right it's for everybody truly (laughs) i mean i would love like just put it out there i would love for more men to come and, and represent, like, I want to, I want to show some pictures of, of, of men saying we, I'm standing up for this cause. Like I have daughters or even if they don't have daughters, like for women in general, like they're standing up for the freedom of women and not to be exploited or um, objectified. Um, so definitely would love more men. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I'm certainly not against it. I just, it's kind of, sometimes it's one of those things and this is this is maybe just kind of you know to tell you like maybe maybe some feedback or whatever. I, sometimes it's like sure. well, I I don't know. I mean you know you see this and you think oh that's cool that they're doing that and that's cool whatever you know. Like, right. Sometimes it takes something like this or uh, you know some some type of social media you know easy exposure of maybe kind of more this is how you get involved and it's real easy type thing. I don't know because I I don't know that I've seen that. And I'm always kind of wondering, like, yeah. hey, man, uh, how do I get one of them uh, well, things, you know? Pick me, man. Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. That's No, that's great feedback. And if, that's why I kind of pushed out the 52 hike. Um, if you want to dedicate your 2020 and to, you know, to this cause, like, 
subscribe here and put your email in um, and we'll get you connected. So, so there's a little bit more of that, like expanding, expanding that out. Um, but I think being, yeah, maybe I need to make it even more general. Well, no, I mean, like I say, just talking on here, I mean, that, you know, that, that really shows people how, how easy it could be. Or, yes. Um, yeah, really. I, I just submit your, yeah, right now we have the, yeah, the subscribe button is for the 52 hikes, but even if you're just interested, you can just put your email in there and um, you'll get connected. And we have a, a Facebook group that's not like the public page for Freedom Hikers that you can get connected into the community. Um, and then we have the big Get Outdoors for Freedom um, on May 16th next year. So that's a great way for people to get involved and like just use that one day to see the outdoors, you know, get flooded by um, by people with the, the butterfly banner. <laughs> uh, that's great. Um, I'm kind of curious, you know, you're, you're, you're really good at talking. I, I think, uh, <clears throat> you know, you have some roots in talking in front of crowds possibly, but what, uh, do you ever give talks or have you talked in front of, you know, groups of people about this before? Um, so I, I have just for like events, like, you know, a little 10 minute, um, spiels or this is why we're here tonight um i was able to be the host for um rescue freedom big gala which was in the end of september which was amazing and such a great opportunity um but i'm so open to to doing that and um if there's ever an opportunity to be able to talk about this like sign me up (laughs) i would absolutely um love it i was just at rei actually on uh, last week, last Friday, they let me set up and just talk to the customers. And I was able to talk to their staff and um, just let them ha- let them know how easy it is to really like. Oh, you're going to climb Mount Adams in 2020? Sweet. Do you want to connect it to a cause? Awesome. You're a freedom hiker. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and and then when you also, I mean, it's not like just some uh, like like you know like your first year. It's not like that anymore. I mean, you have you have such a story further than that now with the, was what'd you say? $365,000. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's It's huge. Yeah. I mean that people see that and they're like, okay, cool. This isn't just some, you know, uh, drop some change in a bucket outside of Safeway, you know? Right. It's not that that's a bad thing, but substantial. No, it's not a bad thing. It, but there's, yeah. I mean, seeing that like this substantial amount of money has been raised and it's because of, several people coming to the table. I think, you know, sometimes when people think of, you know, getting involved with nonprofits, they're like, I don't have deep pockets. So I'm kind of on the the outside or what do I have to offer? But when you provide like, no, 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 you have a network of people that might want to give a lot. And if you have 15 people that give 50 bucks, that's amazing. And so it's bringing the power of, of the community and, and unity. And when we all unify, like it can be super powerful yeah i like that well what uh what you know you've 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 had this kind of like we talked about a little snowball effect has turned into this huge mm-hmm. thing and um you know you've got these big goals coming up for two, 2020 uh with multiple mm-hmm. events and the 52 hikes um where do you see this this going you know where where is it uh what, what do you have a like an outlook a plan yeah um definitely um, more you know, I'm I'm focusing on the system side of it all right now, so that it becomes even more easy for for people to get involved. But I would love, you know, freedom hikes in every single state. 
um, in the next five years. I think it's doable. I think it's possible. I think there's leaders that want to, to, to say yes to something like this. And so we're launching an application process actually, um, I think January, February, and it's going to actually live on the rescuefreedom.org site where you can apply to be a high host and um, join the, the leadership team. And um, part of that is there'll be some, some leadership kind of training um, involved in that, like a three-week um, online, uh, this is what it means to be a Freedom Hike host. You know, this is what you're giving to the community, and this is what you're you're providing as a leader to the people that are signing up for your hike, and and all of that. But I just I see I see it expanding, um, just like it has. I mean, we went from one state to five states in a matter of two years, and then uh, we're in seven states next year. Wow. Um, so just wanting to make it really easy, like take take the um, keeping it as a community of for the people by the people movement, which I think is so special because you can easily turn it into its own, you know, business or organization. But I just think there's, there's such a special thing when, when it's literally a community of people that are doing it, obviously there has to be structure and systems and that that's kind of my, you know, my role on the organization side of rescue freedom that's able to resource and empower these people to go out and do the thing. But um, I, yeah, I see it. I see it in every single state. Why not? There's trails everywhere. Absolutely. Well, you know, you're such <laughs> an inspiration. I, you, you, um, when you, when you think about the, you know, these, these women, uh, you know, people in India that you've gone and, and mm-hmm. visited and things like that, um, do you consider it, I mean, I think a lot of times people get caught up in, um, a hundred percent like, Oh, you know, we got, uh, this person is completely out of, out of it. We got them saved or whatever, you know, away from all that. But what yeah. if, you know, you just touched them just for a moment? I mean, isn't that kind of a win also? Do you guys, do you ever sit and yeah. think about that? Yeah. And well, possibly, you know, I mean, if you can give somebody a day of freedom, you know, maybe, maybe they got caught right back up into it and you don't want to, you know, hang your head too far on that fact. Right. Yeah. You know, and I think you know, I experienced a little bit of that when I was in, Thailand and the 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 gal who oversees the restoration home there I had some extra time with her we were walking the walking the streets of of Bangkok in one of the heaviest you know red light areas there and um we went into one of the bars and it's awful I mean just Mm. being in that environment is awful and the women they had they had buttons on them with numbers and I asked what the numbers were, and she said, well, that's what they tell the server. Like, I want number 25. Oh. And so they purchased number 25 for the evening. And then so I'm, I'm chatting with her about this, and then she pauses, and she goes over to, to a lady, and she gives her a big hug, and she's, you know, they're just chatting. Up. And she came back, and I go, who was that? And she goes, well, that's the, the madam of this, of this brothel. And I was like, Wow she has this relationship with with mm. her and she has a relationship with these girls and and I'm like how do you how do you do it and she says I have to know that me looking at them eyes and telling they're beautiful and that they're worthy of me having conversation with them that they are worthy of freedom just to just for them to that they 
own life outside of this, even if they never walk free a day in their life. She said, I was able to provide that moment for them, that moment of worth, that moment of value. And that is so important. Mm. And it translates, it translates to everybody, to humans, to, to humanity. Like, you know, how many times have we someone who could have really used a smile? You know, how much, what are we, are, are we shifting our perspective to, to look at each moment that we connect with humans? Yeah. Well, you know, one thing uh, about that, <laughs> I don't know why I just kind of thought about this, but um, that, you know, man, I, oftentimes I get asked, you know, I, who do you see, who do you know uh, that has ever done something you just can't even imagine doing? And um, oftentimes I, I think about, uh, you know, uh, I go to church. And so, uh, you know, mm-hmm. I, I don't often portray that on the podcast. In fact, I don't know if I've ever maybe mentioned that after <laughs> so many episodes, but yeah. uh, because, because life, you know, I like to live my life that way. Right. And I feel like yeah. uh, that's almost like a, a Jesus Christ type moment. It's like, man, who, who totally. else would do that? You know, a lot of people say like, Oh, how could that lady even go in there? Yeah. How could she be with those people? But that's, that's sometimes what it takes. Right. Yeah. It's living out the gospel. Wow. Yeah. Uh, that's awesome. It is. And not, and, and I know not everybody, you know, has a faith in, in God or, or knows how Jesus walked the earth or, or whatever. But I think we can all agree um, that like, don't we want to be good to each other? Don't we want to push for that? Um, but sometimes we have to, we have to be inspired into that because we get caught up in lust and our own circumstances and people's circumstances and, and heartaches throughout the years and wounds. I mean, we all process things through different filters and some people, they can't even imagine like, you know, having joy themselves, let alone giving it to somebody else. Um, And so if we can be an inspiration um, to, to everybody that we come in contact with, whether it's a smile or a a hello um, or eye contact, whatever, like we have to believe that that could potentially take them one click closer to being the, the best version of themselves. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> well, how do how do people find you? Um, they can find me freedom freedom underscore hikers on Instagram, um, and yeah, and Laura Laura Kreisel Escabel on Facebook. Right on. Well, and uh, is the website is it getoutdoorsforfreedom dot com? Um, that is that's where we're housing all of the the hikes right now. But I think I'm just going to move everything to be listed out in the Instagram bio. You know, so that Instagram, fancy, like that's the way to you go. You can actually I don't even know what it's called, <laughs> but I'm like it's free. I'm going to list them out here. <laughs> okay, so yeah, yeah, definitely so, go to the Instagram. So Instagram's then. the way to go. Freedom underscore hikers. Um, if they DM, they'll connect to me. Um, if they click on that 52 hikes and subscribe, then I'll get their email. So. Yep. Right on. Well, thanks so much, Laura. And it's it's always honestly just it gets me going every time we talk. It's such a such a, uh, a cool thing you're doing. Thank you. Thank you for getting getting the word out there more. And let me know if there's you know um, anything that I can that I can do, or if there's questions, or if you hear things, you know, um, just 
pass in my direction and they're like, I don't know how to get involved. I looked on Instagram, but it's not making sense. Like just connect them directly to me. And that's, that's part of what my mission is, you know, over the next year is to make it super clear on how people can get involved. It's easy folks. (laughs) It's easy folks. Yeah. Right on. (laughs) Well, thanks Laura. (laughs) All right. That's the show. Thanks so much for tuning in. Don't forget to join the Patreon page. Find me at patreon.com slash Cascade Hiker Podcast. Also, hit me up uh, with an email, Rudy at CascadeHikerPodcast.com. Find me on Facebook. My Facebook page is Cascade Hiker Podcast. Twitter, find me at in underscore Cascade Hiking. And I'm Cascade Hiker Podcast on Instagram. Thanks, Whiskey Fever, for letting me use this track here, Tall Grass, off their album, Gonna Wake Up This Whole Town. Go find them at ReverbNation.com slash Whiskey Fever. Hey, see you next week. You were sweet like honey on a heartbeat. You were fine like wine and sunshine. I could feel you coming on strong. Could never be wrong. Could never be wrong. See her laying down in the tall grass. Playing mandolin in a white dress. So come running when I hear that song. It could never be wrong. It could never be wrong. Where you want to run, baby, I'll run. I would leave this world for a beautiful girl if I could just find